From the LiveX studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I'm Aaron Nagler, and I am joined, as always, by my co-founder here at Cheesehead TV, Mr. Corey Banky. I'm coming to you live from the Cheesehead TV podcast studio in Midtown Manhattan. Corey joins us live from Green Bay, Wisconsin, across the street from Lambeau Field, and we are ready to talk some Packers. What do we have on tap tonight, Corey? Tonight, we look back at the offseason and the construction of the 2022 Green Bay Packers, but, and look ahead to the week one showdown with the Vikings. But first, it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got the good, we got. Russ, he done miracles on me ball. We got the bad, we got. Trading Devontae. We got the ugly, we got. You know, these sideline caps, you have all the money in the world, access to whatever designer you want. You could legit write a blank check to whoever to get the most baller stuff, the greatest merch ever as a league, and you come up with this. Really? Really. This is the thing. This is your sideline cap. Just shoot it into the sun. I can't, Banky. I cannot. Talk about ugly, U-G-L-Y. It ain't got no alibi. It's ugly. What's it's up, Banky? How you doing? It's, it is kind of trash. <laughs> I'm good. Is this, is this, because I've lost my phone. Is this season 16 or 17 of Packer Transplants? 16. We have been oh on the air since 2007, sir. So it's uh, a little nuts. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this for a while. Um, not crazy. quite 20 years. Like a few more years till we get to 20. That's crazy. But welcome back, Banky. Everyone's been look, you know, watching and listening to me all off season. It's good to have you back in the mix, buddy. Yeah, I'm ready to get ready for the season here at Lambeau Field. <laughs> la, la, I'm ready. La, Lambeau. I'm ready. I'm ready to win the Super Uh-oh. Bowl. Let's go. Let's oh, go. That's what I'm talking about. That's right. Another march, another run at the Lombardi Trophy. It's always a good time. Always a lot of fun. We're really happy to be here. Back with you all on Packer Transplants Live. We may not do another one for another month, but we'll see. We'll try. I love it. I love it. I we'll love be it here so for much. You people. Somehow. Stuff getting busy. Stuff getting busy. But we got to love it. You know what you do love, you know, Corey? We don't want to talk about the ugly sideline caps. You know what we want to talk about? Well, you know what we want to talk about. We want to talk about the hotness. It is time. Come on. Oh, I'm telling you, what we should we have just have for, like a 20 minute what, show of just that. What do we have for the hotness today? Oh, well, you know, there were many, there were many things we could have chosen, many instances throughout the off season, stuff throughout preseason, maybe some training camp stuff. But I, I had to go with this because this young man has come into the fold of the Green Bay Packers and lit mm. the world on fire, has set mm. the fandom ablaze. Get okay. his bust in Canton ready because this is the first of many touchdown catches from this young man, Romeo Dobbs, doing things like this. Nicholas, roll this hot touchdown catch from Romeo Dobbs. Are you kidding me with this? Now, what, what, what's that? What, let's do a push in. Okay, there's a push in. Look at this gentleman. Wait, one more angle just to watch the hotness. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Romeo Dobbs nice. ready to destroy, ready to destroy opposing corners in the NFL, ready to win that offensive rookie of the year. Let's go, Banky. Let's go. This I'm is how good this Romeo kid is. Dobbs. Even you knew about Romeo Dobbs. Mr. I don't pay attention to anything in the preseason. You the, even the, the top two players of the preseason, I'm going to name the first one, Romeo Dobbs, without a doubt. There's that. That's pre-camp, camp. You came out of camp, <laughs> Romeo Dobbs. I'm going to tell you the second one, but first I'm going to let you do some Packers news. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll jump in. Look at you. So, though disciplined and on script. <laughs> what what have you done with Corey Baker? All uh, right. Let's get to the well, Packers news, shall we? Uh, 
the <laughs> first up over the offseason, Aaron Rodgers, Brian Gutekunst, Matt LaFleur, and Russ Ball all got contract extensions. So, A, you know, congratulations to all those gentlemen. And B, that means we have another year of chasing that Lombardi for Aaron Rodgers and company. It would be fascinating to watch how the trajectories of all these careers play out. But they are definitely back. Oh, in the we've fold. also we've also I was going to mention this. We've tied your contract extension mm-hmm. to Russ Ball too. So you got you got extended. Now. Oh, is, is that what it is? Okay, very good. I'm very excited. <laughs> we'll tie to you hear. to Russ. Good to hear. This is this is how I find things out usually when it comes to Cheesehead TV is <laughs> either live on air or when we're doing like you know Patreon or Carry the G Club uh, happy hours. That's when I find out stuff. So it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, obviously the other. Big piece of news over the offseason was the trade of Devontae Adams. After Aaron Rodgers was back in the fold, many assumed Adams would be back. Twas not to be. Twas not the case. I will say, though, the departure of Adams obviously netted them not only draft capital, but cap space to bring a yep. whole lot of other people back into the fold, namely Devontae Campbell, Russell Douglas. You're very excited about this defense. We'll talk about that a little later, but a tough moment for Packers fans this offseason. But understandable and you can kind of see a path forward so I'm, I'm excited about the future i really of course will miss Devonte. he was a real one and i wish him a lot of success out there in vegas um another piece of news the entire draft class every single dude including all the seventh rounders are on the 53-man roster um you know I, I, I gotta say i do think there's a little home cooking by the personnel department there but I understand it. I get it. They want to they want to keep their guys, as Ted always used to say, we like to keep them all. Well, Brian did just that, and he kept all of them. Um, I think maybe injuries played a little role in there, but uh, everybody, everybody in the 11-man draft class, 11 dudes, every one of them is on the 53-man roster. Uh, and also, because it's the return of Packer transplants, I, I can't do a news segment here without giving you a little practice squad update because I know what a fan you are. Uh, Mike, uh, Micah Abernathy is back on the practice squad. I know there was a lot of other things we could talk about. That's my second favorite camp player. That's, that's why I was waiting. Was that it? I was waiting for the news. There you go. So you, you actually liked what you saw in preseason. I mean, he was the most exciting, uh, defensive player of the preseason. Probably one of them. I would get a lot of tackles. He had a lot of quality, especially in, in the past breakups. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the guy had played in the USFL, got signed late in the process, and they just showed up and balled out and made the team. Right. Well, made the practice. We should squad. really. He made the really team initially, to, but we really need to stop calling preseason games games. Though I think it does a disservice to the word games. It really does. Like it's a terrible product. Let's just be real. Let's just be real for two seconds. Like the well, the soccer product yeah. at Lambeau. And that was terrible mm-hmm. as an exhibition game. That was more right. exciting than a than a preseason football game. I'm just gonna tell you, Family Night. To be honest with you, Family Night has more story threads and tension than a than a than a preseason game. It's kind of sad. I just think it depends on Hi. how you approach it. You know, if you if you're going expecting you know uh, anything other than just a tool to evaluate players, well, then yeah, you're going to be disappointed. You know, that's why I try to tell said, everybody on Twitter. You like, just said, to, okay, this is what happens when you say, you're like, you're okay. He said, you said, this is a tool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My point. You I know, get they're it. making like, I get you it. know, they're making like a hundred million dollars on they're a making bank. Game, right? I understand that. I get that. I mean, let's, right. you know, they're making most people money, call no this doubt. entertainment, but I would not say a preseason game is entertaining, but yeah, for the nerds like you. Yeah, totally get yep. it, buddy. I know that's you like exactly it. What it is. And the nerds like me, but it's also. The personnel people, the coaches, like there's a reason they have these games. You know, they oh, are yeah, valuable course, to them. 100%. But you're right. You're 100% right. As far as a us. fan coming to the, the event, so to speak, yeah, it's an underwhelming product, to say the least. Uh, finally, the last bit of Packers news for you. I know you're a big fan. Greg Jennings and Tim Harris inducted into the Packers Hall of Fame. And I, I'm here to tell you, I know Packers fans have soured on Greg Jennings. I'm happy he's in. He absolutely deserves to be. And Tim Harris still holds the single season sack record with 19 and a half in Packers history. That's a hundred plus years of Packers teams. He is still number one for a most sacks in a single season. That's pretty damn impressive. Late eighties legend, Tim Harris grew up watching him really happy to see him. Yeah. I mean, he was all smiles there. 
during the induction ceremony. And Greg Jennings, again, 100% deserved, was an incredible football player. I understand all the stuff off the field, all the stuff with Rodgers, et cetera. Packers fans have soured on the man. I totally get it. Totally understand. But from the standpoint of being an incredible player while he wore a Packers uniform, more than deserving to be in the Packers Hall of Fame. I don't know. That. I mean, I think Greg Jennings is deserving. I don't know about Tim Harris. I'll be honest with you. Oh, you you crazy now. Now you crazy. I would love now you just I would crazy. you want to talk about shooting a hat into the sun? I'd love to shoot the entire eighties into the sun, I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> do, 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 I mean do, do, I, I can't disagree with that. Garbage. Other than eighty three, you know, the, the strike year where we got to go to the playoffs and beat the Cardinals in a playoff game at home. That was pretty dope. But other than that, I feel you, man. I feel you. It was it was a rough decade. No question. Uh, all right. Should we talk about the offense? Should we talk about this offense? A lot of mystery uh, yeah. around this offense. A lot I wish of my producer. Of, I wish yeah. my producer would look in the slack sometimes. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. <laughs> do do do. <laughs> Could You're I be so any subtle. more passive aggressive? It's amazing. You're so subtle. It's incredible how you are able to produce at such a high level without anyone really seeing behind the scenes, like really knowing how you make it really all work. Really petty all the time. I don't know. <laughs> no idea. It is. It actually is. It's a miracle, Nagler. It really is. I mean, there are many Uh, miracles uh, on this. uh, this Oh, of course. My producer throwing the other operators under the bus. I see how it is. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, man. We should let people know. This this show is being produced in the cloud from Green Bay, from LiveX in Green Bay. True. Pretty impressive. True. So we should probably change the intro. And I got three operators throwing each other under the bus. Yeah, we should change the (laughs) intro. It's not from, well, it's from a LiveX studio. It's just not it is from, from Midtown. A studio. It's not from Midtown Manhattan. And I am in the studio in Manhattan, but it is being produced in Green Bay. So, I don't know. I mean, it's actually, we should have like a whole thing where it's like in the cloud and like we have a little True. image like in the cloud. My computer's asked me if I want to restart. I'm going to say no. I, I think we're busy right now, right? That would be hilarious if you. <laughs> <laughs> why not why it's not, not packer transplants until something we've, goes we've terribly wrong technically so you know all right let's um, talk about the so, offense and let's talk yeah, about so i don't believe anything that anybody talks about meaning like is david bakhtiari right. actually going to play this weekend i doubt it that's where I i'm at too. and i'm kind of a, i'm kind of in the same place with elton jenkins too both of them live listed as limited uh, they were practicing, but both limited participants in the first injury report. Uh, Elton Jenkins, it turns out, dealing with a pectoral injury in addition to the knee injury that he was coming off of, the ACL he suffered last November in Minneapolis in this very building where they'll be playing. I mean, it's tough to say, man. Sunday, I, I'm not feeling great about it, uh, especially knowing that Elton's dealing with that pec injury in addition that he's missed a couple of days quote mysteriously where you know the guys in the locker room asked the media in the locker room asked him about it and he wouldn't you know cop to anything and i know there was some ruminations about whether it was contract related etc but now it turns out yeah he's dealing with another injury a different injury so man i don't know i don't know obviously you can't really know severity of and, and and what they're actually planning as far as are they going to be up? Are they going to be down? We'll see how they progress. That's what Matt always says. But, man, Bakhtiari and Jenkins, both up in the air for Sunday. And you hate, hate to have that happening, going into a hostile environment where it's going to be really loud. And whoever's playing tackle is definitely going to have to be looking in at the ball, especially on third down. I don't know, man. Doesn't feel great. Doesn't feel great. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. No. But you know what? This but is the know, story of our lives. That? This is the story of the 2020 to 2022 Green Bay Packers. You know, it's instead of where's mm. Waldo, it's where's David. And I'm not saying that to be a douchebag or an asshole, but no, this is the reality of our fandom uh, for this last two and a half years. And, you know, it just it sucks. I, I hate for David that this is happening. I just hate it. I feel you. Well, I, I said that a couple weeks ago on Twitter where it's like, Man, I understand Packers fans are frustrated, but like, you know, they have those size comparison uh, shots of like the earth and the sun and how infinitesimal the earth looks and how big the sun is. And it's like our frustration as fans is the earth. Dave's frustration is the sun. Like we as frustrated as we could ever get. We don't even begin to approach how frustrated he's been. So the fact that he's practicing 
and doing team drills is exciting. And I'm really, yeah, really jacked. Yeah, I got to I got to focus on the positive, Nagler. I got to focus. Exactly. On the so it's like I'm just but it's, you know, going into week one. I do. I do wonder if they roll them out there right away. You know, I just think it's probably a week or two away. But that's just guesswork. We'll see. Maybe he's a full participant by Friday and we're singing a different tune. We'll see. And you know what else we'll see is how much they lean on the boys in the backfield. That's right. Get ready for the Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon show because that's what it's going to be. That's not like only this. what it's going to be on Sunday. That's what it's going like to be this. probably for a good part of the, you know, first part, first half of the season at least while they're acclimating while they're kind of finding out who they are what their identity is rogers talks about this all the time right like finding out what they're good at who how they line up how they match up and who can they lean on etc well i'm telling you right now it is blazingly obvious at this moment that their two best skill position players are their running backs now it's not necessarily going to hand it off 50 times although i wouldn't hate that but you want these guys to have the ball in their hands i don't care if it's aaron i don't care if it's aj but one or the other has got to be featured early and often throughout this game. So I'm excited to watch these two take the league. Just take it. Grab When's it. the last time the Packers ran the ball 50 times? Like, let's be real. For Probably like seconds. 1932. I don't know. I'm like, bro, when, when I'm like, yeah, maybe in the 60s when they ran the power mm-hmm. sweep every like every other play. Let's do it. Maybe. Let's do it. I'm in. We want to seal Dude. here. And a seal here. Cool, we want to run actually. this in the alley. If you just I ran mean, a power sweep last three year. times. That would be so cool. I don't, my glasses are fogging up, Nagler. I'm sorry. The Patriots did like it I'm letting you last down. year against the Bills where they just kept running it and running it and running it. And I like Bills that. One day, let's do that. For the most part. One day, let's us do that. I would like that. You know that's never going to happen with Aaron Rodgers in town. Come on. Why run when you can Come win, on. right? There boom, you go. Boom, boom. That's old school right there. <laughs> wow, that's old school. I don't old even know what season TV. That's like uh, that like that's like season 2011. That's 2011, I think, when, like when Rodgers was nine. throwing it all over the yards. Um, you know, the other thing we should get ready for is these young wide receivers. I know we hyped up Romeo Dobbs there in the intro, and for good reason. The guy is exciting with the ball in his hand. Uh, Christian Watson, we'll see if he even plays on Sunday. That's no sure thing. Um, Samari Torre, who knows if he's dressed, if he is, does he contribute? Probably not a ton, but as the year goes on, we are going to see some ups. We're going to see some downs. Definitely got to be patient. And I say all this knowing that the moment they have a drop pass on Sunday, I will probably destroy Packer man on watch party, but oh yeah, the ups yeah. and the downs are going to be part of it. And we just got to be able to take the long view with these guys because they are talented and the promise is very, very apparent. I'm excited to see how they're involved in the game plan against the Vikings. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Word. Word. I mean, that that is, I mean, that is really like when it comes down to it, this season is going to be all about who steps up on the wide receiver level. And to your point about Jones, to your point about Dylan, it could be, we could very well be in a situation where, you know, Aaron Jones has the most catches. Alan Lazard has the second most. Romeo Dobbs right. has the third and AJ Dillon has the fourth for the season. I mean, we really are looking at that. And if you think about how incredible the game planning that, you know, I just hope that coach looks at this as an opportunity, right? We, you, you, you talked about it. We have a YouTube short that's got like a hundred thousand views. It talks about, you know, Jones and Dylan, but this could be an, an insane opportunity, which I know that coach sees it as that, you know, um, you right. know, I've talked to coach, you know, I've, I've hung out with coach before your buddy, your, your new bud, but yeah. your new bud coach coach. But yeah. So, you and Matt so I know, you know, I know that, you know, based on, I know that coach sees this as an opportunity, right. And, and he sees right. it as, Hey, yes, we lost the number one wide receiver in the NFL. That freaking sucks. Um, However, now we've opened up this whole new opportunity for, you know, these seven young men. How many tight ends did we keep this year? I mean, Jesus. Yeah, so 11, 12, 13, 14 young men that we can throw the ball to, uh, including hopefully Elton Jenkins, who can declare himself an eligible (laughs) wide receiver at some point. That's what I'm Uh, now we're talking. Now we're talking. The end zone. So 15 young men um, uh, have the opportunity to. And and no one knows how good they're going to be, and 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 that can be actually. I know people are like, yeah, duh, and yes, duh. But you know who else doesn't know how good this team can be on offense? Any other coach in the NFL? So, good very luck true. game planning very, against the very Green true. Bay Packers. Good luck. That is that is a big part of it, like the approach and how it will probably change and morph from week to week. That's what I'm most excited about, right? Like how they, like this week, we think these backs can kind of take their linebackers or, oh, I think our, you know, Tunyon can probably line up and match up really well to the safety because they like to roll a safety down in the coverage, et cetera. I, I'm fascinated to see how things change from week to week because it can't be completely, you know, one wide receiver centric the way it has been for the last several years. And of course, there's no shade on Devante. We love Devante, but man, I am excited, much like coach. See and it's no shade on it's no shade on Lazard either, by the way. Like like no, so not. much so for Alan Lazard to be able to in, improve his growth and not have too much put on him this season. That's that is a worry of mine this season, and I'm sure that's a worry of coaches this season. Um, you know, it's not that Alan Lazard can't step up. No one is saying that, but you know, to have to fill that big of a hole all by himself, I think anybody would be like, no, that's not what you well, want for Alan Lazard's yeah. growth and for no. his potential as a wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Of course, it would be remiss if we didn't mention the fact you think you talk about him stepping up, man. He's got stepped on, apparently, is what Coach said earlier today. Uh, has missed practice the last three practices. Last Wednesday, like then Monday, and then today. Uh, he's listed with an ankle injury. Did not participate in Wednesday's practice. It's good. That's going to be fascinating to see how that plays out. Uh, if he's unable to go against the Vikings, well, all of a sudden, uh, your your rotation is probably very different than you were expecting all offseason. Um, you got to think, you know, obviously they do work on week one, many, many, many weeks prior to the arrival of the season. Clearly, those plans will undoubtedly have to change a little bit if Lazard is unable to go. Let's talk about this defense because it has gotten – so much hype, so much has been talked about, written about. Um, earlier this offseason, I know Mina Kimes of the ESPN had them as her number two ranked defense going into the year. She backed off of that a little bit, um, but mm. I did talk to her about like that it. on the Shameless Packers podcast on the Patreon page. She's still a big believer in the defense for all of the reasons I think we as Packers fans uh, are jazzed about, right, heading yep. into this season. Number one being, finally. After so many years, how often, how many times have we talked about getting Kenny Clark some help? They finally got Kenny Clark some help. 
And the fact that Kenny like acknowledged it, the fact that he was like liking tweets on draft weekend and during free agency and like replying to tweets and just like generally making his feelings known that, yeah, thanks guys. It's nice to have a little company for a change, you know, and this is at D Lowry's coming off his best season as a Packer. You know, yep. they played well in spurts and in certain Rashawn Gary, but they huge, huge strides. Rashawn Gary, all these guys up front, TJ Slayton's going to take a big step forward. Like, yes, I, I'm, I like, I like the way they're trending. I love the addition of Reed in free agency. You'd really like where this front is heading into the season. They, they cause problems for the number one offense all, all summer long. They completely manhandled the saints when they were in town. I cannot wait to see what Kenny and company do up front. Um, the other thing, obviously, is the addition of the young blood that they got through the draft and, most importantly, Quay Walker. You talk about a guy who looks to be as advertised. The few snaps we got to see in the preseason, everything we saw in training camp practice, this guy looks legit. And he's not being asked to do what, say, a middle linebacker or an inside backer would have been asked to do even 10 years ago, let alone 20 years ago. I mean, he is going to be sideline to sideline. And he has an explosion and an ability to flip his hips and get upfield. He has the athleticism that the Packers have sorely missed on the inside. And you couple him, Devondre Campbell, brothers, sisters, we are finally cooking <laughs> with gas. I, I mean, not wait. I mean, I know we're going to get to the most important uh, part of our defense and where everything's really going to stop and end next. But, you know, you mm -hmm. look at this team, even though you talk about help, right? You look at the five people that make the mm -hmm. biggest difference on this team, in my opinion. And, you know, that's Jair Alexander. Everything starts and ends with him, in my opinion. Adrian Amos, right. Devondre Campbell, Rashawn Gary, and Kenny Clark. Those five guys right there, Word. to me are the heart of this defense. And yeah, you got Preston Smith running in. You got the Clay Walker coming. You got the lunch pail kids, right? You got the garbage pail kids. We got. <laughs> the garbage pail kid right. team we got going on, you know. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like those five guys, and then, you know, the depth at secondary we have, which I know is the next thing we're going to talk about, you right. know, you just I just pray that we can keep some of this depth through the season because that's that's really going to be the key on this on whether our defense can become a championship level defense this year. That's such a good point. It's something I've talked about kind of all summer because the hype around the defense is so kind of intense, right? This fact that, yes, on paper, lights out, really excited, but you know it's just life in the NFL. At some point, injuries are gonna hit. That's life in the NFL. You are going to have to deal with injuries. And when that happens, who is it and how do they respond? Whether it's elevating somebody from the depth or whether it's they, they're changing the types of personnel they use in certain situations. However they adapt and change and utilize their personnel best when dealing with these things. To your point, that will go a long way uh, when it comes to their journey. Because if you look last year, man, they really fell off the second half of the season because they looked so good. So yeah. good for a stretch there, you know, shutting down Seattle, shutting completely shutting down Mahomes and Kansas City for the most part. Yep. You know, yeah, they, fourth and goal they, stop, a couple of them. That the, the the early first three quarters of that Arizona game, you know, it's like they had so such a good kind of stretch there, and then you know they dealt with some injuries and Rashawn Gary missed time, and all of a sudden quarterbacks were running all over them, and they almost you know let one slip against the the Ravens there against a backup quarterback, you know, it's, they had a real kind of, not, I don't want to say crash, but they definitely slipped in the second half of the season. And to your point, you have to be able to be consistent. You have to be able to weather the storm, so to speak, when adversity strike, when injuries take their toll, because they're going to, that is just life in the NFL. But for the, you know, in the meantime, I really excited to see everybody on paper, get out there on Sunday because they should be good to go on the defensive side of the ball. For all the injuries we're dealing with on offense, defense is pretty legit, pretty healthy, and I hope they get after it. We um, can. Uh, well, now, I was wait. We got the CB trio. We already covered CB trio. You can talk a little bit about it. I, Nicholas isn't used to going off of me for the graphic, and that I tried to make that happen, and I totally failed at you, it. You so. did. It's okay. The cornerback trio, they will be lights out. I mean, that's the thing. You mentioned Jair Alexander, but we didn't talk about Stokes, and we didn't talk nope. about. Razu Douglas? No. Nope. Come, Come on. Here's the crazy part. 
So they sign Razul in the offseason, right? They bring him back. <coughs> Sorry, guys. They bring him back. And as 12 said, he's having trouble getting on the field in base. Yep. That's yep. what's crazy. That's like, crazy. I don't want to call it a luxury signing, but they signed him and they're playing him inside. But a lot of the time in their base package, he's not even on the field. Like Quay Walker is the change there. The idea that they're not in nickel as their base. Their big nickel is more the base now because they've got two backers, guys who can flip their hips, guys who can cover ground. And man, I'm telling you, when those three are on the field together, good luck. Now, obviously, there are things you can do. They're man beaters, etc. Guys are going to get theirs. You know, the, it's the NFL. The, the game is set up for the offense to succeed. But holy cow, when they play man with these three dudes, it is going to be fun to watch. The Packers are going to be a sticky bunch, and they are going to make sure that if you do catch it, because guys are going to catch it, if you do catch it, you're going to stay where you are. There's going to be precious little yak, and I'm so excited about that. We'll see. I'm so excited We'll see. We'll see. Nagler. A secondary. We'll see. That gets people a lot of promises ground. on the no yak, but I don't believe you. But I, I, I'm very, well, we'll I'm see. very, very invested in this cornerbacks situation. Um, but yeah, I don't. Yeah. You know, today's so NFL. Packers, by the way, today's NFL is geared toward the yak. You know, it is 100. percent But that's why you pay a guy like Jair Alexander and you pay a guy like Razul Douglas because they are rare talents, and you want to make sure that you at least have a fighting chance. And the Packers definitely do with those two and with Eric Stokes. Um, okay, now it is time. We're, we're talking a bit about the Minnesota game. I want to do want to preview the Minnesota game, and I do want to drop right here, live on Packer Transplants, a little, a little tease for the watch party on Sunday. Because usually, you know, that Friday or Saturday before the game, Cody Roadcap has our hype video. For watch party like we get all hyped up about the matchup cody got it done a little early this year for week oh, nice. one so we have a little a little fun time let's let's talk about this minnesota game but let's first play cody's hype video week one let's do it season. let's do it what i'm talking about come on let's do it i'm ready for kickoff right now cody roadcap ladies and gentlemen the man just brings it all Doing he it does. again all he does all he does is bring it um so previewing this game minnesota we talked a little bit about it kenny clark gets to see his son garrett bradbury once again let me tell you kenny clark has owned this cat since he got drafted like he probably has nightmares about Kenny Clark. Bradbury <laughs> was was by all accounts having a very rough camp, and J.C. Treader, who was released by the Browns, called the Vikings and said, "Hey, I, I I'm available." And the the Vikings apparently didn't even return his call, and then J.C. retired. So I'm happy they made that decision because Kenny Clark is going to absolutely eat Garrett Bradbury alive. That is without question going to happen. Um, the other big, big, big question. You were talking about Jair earlier. He's a big component. As you say, he was obviously absent last time these two teams met in this building. I'm fascinated to see, does he travel with Justin Jefferson? Because mm -hmm. Justin Jefferson is legit. Uh, he has more yardage his first two years in the league than any other wide receiver in history. Uh, that's a pretty damn impressive accomplishment clearly had a monster game 
against the Packers in Minnesota last season. Will they travel? They don't kick Jeff. They haven't traditionally. No, that was a different offensive system. But Minnesota has traditionally not utilized him in the slot a ton. That could change with a new head coach, a new offensive system. Will they let Alexander follow him around? That's what I'm kind of most interested to see. Yeah, I think that would be fun. That would be a fun kind of. You kind of reminded me of Paul Allen when you're talking about Jefferson, by the way. It was kind of annoying just putting that out there into the world. Yeah, well, you use any moment to, to be I don't annoyed like Paul Allen. Paul Allen. Can I tell can I say this into the world? I don't like him. Sure. I don't like yeah. him. You've made that I, very clear. I think he's trash. <laughs> I'm just letting everybody know this. And I'm not looking I'm looking forward to him missing another call. I, I hope that the Vikings kick a field goal and then he says that it's good and then it's bad and it's against the Packers because that might be the dagger that gets his ass fired because he sucks. That's a bold statement there, sir. I mean, that would be so sweet. I know Vikings fans. If a if calling a Packers game got him fired, that would be the greatest thing. (laughs) The problem is the Vikings fans love him. You know, so he knows his trash. He knows so trash. Uh, Finally, like he's like the Bill. He's like the Bill Michaels of Minnesota radio. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. He's like he's like if Peter Bukowski and Bill Michaels had a baby. (laughs) <laughs> he sucks that bad seriously why seriously why, why you got why, why you he gotta, sucks that bad why you gotta, actually why you why you actually maybe their baby would be worse than him but you know they don't have a baby yet so he's bad boom 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 you done boom, boom, boom. you done you, you got more no all right <laughs> i Very did good. i tell you that i don't like paul Wait, allen sure. you did did i say you, that already you, you have you have because i you have delivered that message it's been ingested. People have awesome. people have dealt with however they're <laughs> going to deal with it, and now I feel Sweet. like we're ready to move on. Unless you got more, that's what I'm saying. I'm, the floor is yours. Okay, go for it. Okay, you sure? Yep, I'm good. All right. So we talked about Alan Lazard possibly missing this game. Did not Crazy. participate in practice today, Wednesday. Sammy Watkins suddenly. What's up? Who knows? Sammy Watkins could see a ton of looks. And, okay. and I'm not even saying he's going to play the same type of role. But you got to think, as far as Rodgers and his trust thing and wanting vets out there, well, Randall Cobb has a very specified slot slash backfield role, as does probably Amari Rodgers, though I don't think we're going to see a ton of Amari. Um, Lazard, probably not going to play. Then you've got probably Dobbs up and Watkins hey. on the perimeter. Crazy. So you got to think Watkins is probably going to see, you know, and I'm not going to say he's going to get like 10, 15 targets or anything, but probably a lot more action than maybe we were expecting if uh, Lazard is unable to go. So hopefully Sammy hits the ground running. And I know there are a lot of uh, NFL fans, especially fans in Baltimore, who think he's washed, he's done, blah, blah, blah. And I will admit early in camp, didn't see the burst, didn't see the speed, didn't see much of anything from Mm -hmm. Sammy. but. Uh, you know, as as camp went on, seemed to turn it on. Rogers praised his uh, his practice a few times later in the summer. So hopefully, Sammy uh, comes out and shocks the world because the Packers are going to need someone to rise to that occasion. That would question. be nice. <laughs> Joseph in the in the chat is asking why Bukowski is catching a stray. He clearly has not watched Packer transplants before. No. Clearly not familiar with your. Actually, I had this really, I had this really brilliant. I have this whole thing where like I've tried. You try to find the Peter Bukowski of that media style. So like, if the vertical oh is like Minnesota Vikings, who's the Peter Bukowski? If the, uh, it's really funny because when you start identifying people in different media spaces, you start to see like, yeah, you know, without Peter Bukowski, we might have good Packer stuff to talk about. You know. You know. All right. Are you done? Are you done, like, just spraying bullets everywhere? You're the one that brought it back up. Also, you said you were going to trigger me out there after the next segment, but I looked ahead at the script, and I don't see anything triggering on there. So I guess you lied to me like you normally do. Wait, wait. So you read the script? What I mean, what I, have I you done at it right now. with Corey Banky? What <laughs> I is just looked on? at it right now to be like, what's next? I don't even oh, yeah, know who great. you are anymore. All right. Are you ready? Let's, yeah, let's go, ready. Nicholas. Let's do it. Let's do it. Nicholas is not ready, though. No. Maybe put it in Slack. <laughs> hey, 
This week in the Packer blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. Ladies and gentlemen, earlier this morning, one Zadarius Smith was everywhere on the internet thanks to an interview he gave Ty Dunn a few months ago that Ty just happened to drop this morning uh, over mm, there on Go Long. Interesting. And uh, Z's, Z's words are, that's why I'm here now, so I can play them twice a year. He's the Brett Favre on the defensive side of the ball without the legendary <laughs> status or the ring. But here he is, ready for revenge. And can I just say, look, I, I know this is all about, like, I, I talked about this a little bit on Daily this morning or this, this afternoon. Look, Z gets the assignment, right? We talk about it all the time, Corey. It's entertainment. He gets what he's doing. He knows where his base is, so to speak, now. You know, yep. he's playing to the crowd. He's playing to also, Vikings fans. Also, he's done fans. this before, by the way. Yes. He did this while he was a Packer. He knows what he's doing. And so I get, I see people getting so kind of indignant and, I don't know, really kind of caustic about it on, on Twitter. And I'm just like, man, the, the, guy's, the guy's playing to the crowd. He knows what's up. He knows where the red meat is. Um, It is fascinating, though, the, the kind of the thing that – I know Matt was asked about it today, you know, and he said, you know, we have a different perspective of how things went down. And to me, it all all goes back to last offseason when instead of extending him because he desperately wanted an extension from the Packers, they restructured his contract. And I know that set him off and he was pretty pissed. And then the back injury happens. And then he tries to play through it against the Saints, the 18 snaps, etc., then he has the surgery, right? And then after that, it's fascinating to see his account of things where, oh, I come back and people are not even asking me, like, oh, how's the back? Or, like, not even acknowledging me. And it's like, well, at the same time, Z, you did kind of go MIA, where the Packers literally didn't know where he was for a while. Like, they didn't know where in the world, on the globe, where he was for, you know, a decent amount of time. So... I don't know, man. I think there's there's always going to be kind of the he said, she said thing there. It's all about, you know, the respect equaling money. And the fact that he didn't get the extension and got the restructure instead, I think, was always going to have things play out this way. So, I mean, but, you know, you can you can read it. You can read it yourself on Go Long. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing. I have a couple things to say to that. One, if you've ever watched right. Roddy Roddy Piper or The Undertaker, that is what Zadarius right. Smith is. So just about wwe he's playing a part he's playing a villain that's what he does you know the real villain is ty dunn people wake the fuck up okay because that guy will trash packer fans no matter what that guy loves nothing more than dropping an article that he can just trigger packer fans for trust me he's done this before you want to talk about peter bukowski talking about like oh i do this for a living ty dunn trolls packer fans for a fucking living and it's really pathetic, and it annoys the shit out of me. See, I told you. I boom, it. boom, 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 boom. That's pretty good. Boom, boom. That's pretty good. You know, but you know good. what everybody says about Ty Dunn? Thing. Oh, he's so nice. He's so nice. He, he's so nice. You know what? If I had a fucking dollar for every time somebody I couldn't stand told me that, oh, that person's so nice. Like, what does nice have to do with anything? Stop pushing in on me, Nicholas. God damn it. Killing me. <laughs> It's like the last thing I want to say is this ugly mug. Lord. <laughs> oh, I love, I love it so much. I told you I'd get you. I told you like, I'd get you. Here's the thing, okay? Picture this. Picture this. And right. picture this. Right. A young man on the uh, on the precipice of playoffs yes. against Dallas all yeah. by myself in a hotel room. I wake up. I'm getting ready for the game. I got my game face on. Now, this was a glorious right. game, right? Arguably oh, yeah. one of the best games of the of the last 10 years, right? Because we're not. No doubt. Know, no question. Uh, Post-Super Bowl uh, games. Right. I'm getting yep. up. I'm getting my clothes ready. I got, I got it all laid out. I got my gloves laid out. I got my, my what I'm going to wear. I got my Packer G helmet on. And what do I look on Twitter? Oh. Oh, hi. 
Oh, hi. Ah, Ty Dunn. I have a new article. Oh, a new article about Aaron Rodgers? I like articles about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I'm going to have Jermichael Finley quotes, and I'm going to have Greg Jennings quotes, and I'm literally going to only quote people that don't like Aaron Rodgers on the day of the playoff game against the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm just going to impugn and totally smear. It's a smear job. I actually told him that on Twitter. That damn surprise he didn't block me by this point. I'm going to smear arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And I'm not going to get anybody else's point of view except for the people that fucking hate him. That's not journalism. That's fucking baiting. So, yeah, that's how I feel about Ty Dunn. Rock and roll. Let's switch it around now. Let's 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 get some shout outs to people we do love. Some people we so do nice, we we do enjoy the work of and we know they are here for Packers fans <sighs> worldwide all the time because that's what we do. We are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans around the globe. It's what we do. First off, I want to give a shout out to Matt Ramage. This man incredible. Absolutely incredible. Now, Matt does all his own stuff. Yep. All throughout the year. Look at this. Yep. Live shows every week, live game streams, live tailgate coverage from inside the trenches at Lambeau, weekly podcast, showing off Green Bay. This man is a one-man band, and he does it all. He's incredible. Oh, oh, and by the way. He has a full-time job, by the way. Well, not only that, but he's working third shift at a cheese factory. So that's pretty badass, dude. It's not just like he has a nine-to-five job, because there are people that have that. But no, he has a... You know, late shift, making cheese. He's he's the man. He's he's a he's a Ramage good dude. Is amazing. So want to give want to give Matt love, and of course, the other guy we want to give a shout out to is our good buddy Tom Grassi. Tom, what a story! It seems like only yesterday he was in our studio, still a teacher doing the YouTube thing on the side. We had him in in studio here in New York. That was yeah, like, that was what, before that was that was like when he only had like 13,000 YouTube subscribers, I think. And now the man has 300,000 plus of subs on YouTube. He's absolutely taken over the world. If you don't consume his content, I don't know what you're doing. Shout out to Tom Grassi. You talk about the Packard blogosphere. This man is the Packard blogosphere. Come on now. He's amazing. He's amazing. And he's here tonight. What's up, Tom? See you in the chat. Also, technically, I believe we're, we got it. We got a We got a nice situation going on this year. And I think we're going to I think we're going to do some fun, fun, fun collabs together. We're going to maybe do some That's Packer collectible videos together because Tom and I are avid Packer collectors. And uh, yeah, we got we got some fun stuff in store. And, you know, um, yeah, I, we got a big announcement on Sunday too, Nagler. You haven't even talked about that, by the way. We do. Well, I just I was going to let you we have handle a very it. I I, big I'd, I'd let announcement. You talk about it. I don't know if everybody you teased knows it yesterday it. in the happy hour. Okay. And you put so it out there, on Twitter. So on watch party, we are going to make arguably the biggest announcement this site has ever made. And it's incredible. It's unbelievable. I had a very surreal experience uh, on Tuesday morning and it all came together and uh, we got a lot of partners in it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to have it on set with us. That's all I'm going to say. And uh Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be fun. Everybody's going to be able to participate. If you come to Green Bay for home games, we're going to have something for you, something a lot of people have asked for every year. And, um, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Join us on Watch Party this Sunday where we watch the Minnesota Vikings skull a lull. Skull a lull, skull a lull. It's going to be a good time. It is, it is absolutely, by the way, this thing that we can't reveal tonight, but we will reveal on Sunday. It's big. Is it's big. absolutely surreal. It's surreal. Like, I can't even wrap my head around how surreal it is. But that's the tease, people. Join us on Watch Party. It's big, and unlike unlike most of the stuff we do, it is not amateur, and it tastes good. That's all I'm going to say. All right, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) So you're saying... All the other stuff doesn't taste good. No, I'm not. I'm not say saying right anything. Let's go to the next segment. Seriously. Oh my this ABV God. is too low on this beer, by the way. I'm just going to We were doing so well. We were doing so well. Um, <laughs> this next segment is the is the Super Chats. People have been oh, super yeah. chatting up Let's a storm go. here on the, uh, on the chat. We got to right, go. see what the fine folks out there have to say. All right, Nicole, let's Nicholas, let's on. go. We can go with it. We've got Overshadow Sean. Thanks to Super Chat. Go, Pack, go, and Pappies. Nice. There we go. I do love me some Pappies. There we go. Then we got, what do we got? Uncultured Barbarian. I still want Banky on the beat to become a Packer transplant segment. It would be as Jeff Spicoli, and I can't read the rest because. Oh, and I then it goes over. I'm sorry, Uncultured. 
We'll have Vmix Social better on the next one. Uh, Eddie Petsky, Dale from Mean Eggs. Dale's on me. What's up, Eddie? Thank you so much. Dale's Pale Ale in the house. Why can't I? Hold on. I got to move my little my little bar. Oh, I got it. I is bar. it wrong oh, that I want bar. Zach Tom Bombadil to become a reality? I can see the t-shirt already. <laughs> we have sold some of those, I surprisingly. That's like our beavers and whatever t-shirt. And I was like, no way this thing sells like more than 10. And that one, that one's going. Zach Tom Bombadil, man. If you guys don't know, read some Hobbits. We are a bunch of Tolkien nerds up in this piece. Only at Cheesehead TV can you get a crossover with Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, and the Green Bay Packers. Because that's how we roll. Yeah. And then so, we got, what else we got? Too old for this. Which jersey to wear Sunday? Jair Jones or Tom Bombadil? <laughs> Tom Bombadil, baby. That's Tom a Bombadil. hard Let's go. choice. That's a hard choice. I, I would go with Tom Bombadil. I mean, he, he does have the power. Like, the ring has no power over him, right? Like, if you He's really saying, think right? about it, ring like, on, be like, what's up? He can put the ring on and be like, man, I'm going to drop this in the Mordor. Hey, what's up, Sauron? How's it going, buddy? Hey, what's up? Uh, how you doing? Hey, you like my house? Want some tea? Uh, and then we got, what else we got? Overshadow Sean, tell me something and I'll sit down and shut up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What's up, Overshadow? <laughs> Shout out to Overshadow uh, Sean. He's yeah. one OG. OG here on Jesus. Kevin McConville. If you got the long ones, I can't read them all today, but uh, well, one day I'll read them. If I was a bird who had to listen to Paul Allen, I too would fly into the side <laughs> of U.S. Bank Stadium. <laughs> uh, oh, I man. bet the rest was really good. I'm going to have to go back and read it. And we so got, good. thanks for Super Chat. Uncultured. Tim Harris was so much fun to watch Nags. Watching him wreck QBs back when the team was mediocre kept me sane, I'm going to say, is what he said at the end of that. Yep. I, just, I did a, Amen, I did a brother. mad lips there. Uh, thanks, Uncultured. <laughs> Super chat. Ryan Willie. Douglas and Alexander will have pick sixes. Got to keep little ton in one piece. Little ton, baby. Little ton. Going to be in here I watching the game usually, with me. Usually little ton, he doesn't get abused on game one. Can I say? Can I say? Little ton survived the entirety of the 2021 season intact. I'd never took him apart last year. Not one time. It's the first time that's, that's ever crazy. happened. I'm, I'm improving. It's crazy. By the way, there's a chat in here. It's not a super chat, but I got to read it. You know who It's from Macaria 75. You know who else never felt the power of a ring? The Vikings. Oh, by the way, Vikings by the way, trash. shout out to Brent. Shout out to Brent. Here we go. When your trophy, when your case, trophy case is empty. Is empty. Nicholas Miles, I don't get the continuous Greg Jennings hate. He's been supporting the Packers for years since owning up to his, I think, what he's his statements. Uh, after yeah, but once you put that stuff out there, man, you know people dig in. I hear you, Nicholas. I totally a thousand percent agree with you, but it's how people are. It's human nature, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. And then uh, the Kamal 07. Hey, Negs, you were pitching your buddy's book on the history of Packers a while back, but I never got a chance. I think he needs to wants to know what it is. And you're doing Cliff Crystal's book, right? No, no, no. Who are, uh, who are you um, pitching? Uh, the People's Team. The People's Team. Mark Beach's book. Oh, Mark Beach. Actually, in. We're in that. Yeah, yeah. We're not in Cliff Crystal's book. We never asked him why we're no, not. No, we in are not. Book. Yeah, we. Sh- I mean, we absolutely should not be in either of those books. Hey, Cliff. The fact that we're in one of them hey, is Cliff, pretty insane. Why aren't, why aren't we in your book? That's four your book. books, by the way. Like, you have the history of the Green Bay Packers. It's four books, Cliff, and not one mention of Cheesehead TV. Thanks, buddy. That's that's probably a good thing. Come on, though. Let's be honest. The fact that we're in Beach's book like is insane. It's insane. I don't like it. I hear you. I, for, I forgot to. I should have asked him that, but I was too much in awe, so I couldn't. Boom, boom, boom. Luke Carnes, thanks for carrying the G for all these years. She said TV made some hard years better. Cheers. Luke, thank oh, you. Thank you, thank Luke. You. Appreciate you. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for I met Luke. Hat. Met Luke when he was here in New York. He and his wife came out to New York, and Luke stopped by the uh, studio. Nice. Good dude. Oh, yeah. And uh, is that all we got? We got Dustin Schuett. Hey, guys, thanks for doing this. Is Aaron Jones going to be more of a wide receiver than an RB by week 10-ish? Good question. Not really. I mean, yes, he will be utilized in the passing game probably quite a bit, but he'll still be a running back first more more than anything else, no doubt. And we got... Dustin, again, it seemed like a lot of the big plays Dobbs, et cetera, were making in training camp were against Stokes. 
So what do you think about that? He's like, is that more? That's just, I don't know. I don't know. No, 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 no. I, I can. T- I talked about this during camp. This is because of the nature of Twitter. And when Dobbs makes a play, you know, he wasn't going up against Jair. For the most part, yes, they were playing sides. And he was on the side where Stokes was. But you never got a tweet when Stokes blanketed him, which he did often. You know, it's like, it's just the, the nature of the beast where you make a play, the guy in coverage is always going to be like, oh, he gave it up. And it's like, well, yeah, all the other times Stokes was right there blanketing the dude doesn't get talked about or tweeted out. You know, that I understand that like fans, you know, they kind of gravitate to the, if it bleeds, it leads. And it's like, not that we're excited about Dobbs, but it's like, oh God, what's wrong with Stokes? Now, Stokes is still a young player. He's still going to get picked on. No doubt about it, especially with Jair Alexander across from him. He's going to give up plays. But iron sharpens iron, and you love to see those two young guys going at it. More than anything else, they're only going to make each other better. Nice. And then uh, what do we got? Overshadow, Sean. That's right. The return of the venerable $5 Super Chat. I like it. Keep it coming. (laughs) Keep it coming there, Super Chats. Appreciate you. (laughs) And we got news on Olive's dog. Oh, yeah. What's going on? Michael, stay tuned. There'll be a video dropping soon. Thank you, Michael. Oh, dear. All right. Uh, Cheddarhead, just bought my flights and tickets to Tampa. Hope to see you guys there. Let's have beers before the game. Tampa. Tampa Bay. Well, that won't be happening, but we hope you enjoy the game down in Tampa. I'll be here watching from the comfort of the podcast studio for Watch Party. But have a great time in Tampa. It's going to be a rough game. Uh, Drink it up early because, who knows, I could get late real early for the Packers. Yep. True story. And that's all we have for the Super Chat front. Thank you, everybody, for your Super Chats. That um, yep. That's it. Thank you, everybody. We really, really appreciate, appreciate it. You. Speaking of appreciating people, let's give a shout out to our friends who support us on Patreon. We Should legit I? started a Patreon during the pandemic as, you know, hey, we're, we're all hanging out. I was doing stuff every day. We were like, oh, this is probably just a way to like, kind of help the site and keep things going, etc. And wow. It has grown and grown and grown since then. Um, the happy hours, that's really where it kind of all started as far as a gathering place for Packers fans who were all sitting around at home during the pandemic. But that community has grown. It's pretty incredible what you guys have done. We cannot thank you enough. If you want to support Cheesehead TV in any way, shape, or form, there are two ways to do it. First is on Patreon. You get access to the Shameless Packers podcast. You can challenge me to a Madden game whenever you like. Um and of course, you get uh, the happy hour and have a good time with people around the around the world who support the Packers. And we'll be having a meetup once again, as we did last year. This year, it'll be the day before the Rams game. I believe that's a Sunday because it's a Monday night game. Uh, that'll be uh, that Sunday afternoon slash early evening. Last year was a lot of fun. I expect uh, there'll be a lot more people again this year. Patreon members, we really, really appreciate you. And then you got to give a shout out to the newest way to support Cheesehead TV, which is, of course, the Carry the G Club, the uh, YouTube centric version of supporting Cheesehead TV. You get custom loyalty badges showing how long you've been a member. You've seen people probably in the chat tonight with their names kind of highlighted. Those people are Carry the G Club members. You get special Cheesehead TV emojis featuring Corey and myself. You do get access to that same happy hour we were just talking about. You can join by using the join button you see on YouTube on the desktop version. It's not available. I don't think you can do it on mobile. You got to use the desktop to join, but just to join. You can still enjoy it on your mobile device however you want afterwards. But to join, there will be a join button on YouTube on the desktop version. We really appreciate everybody. It makes your name green, I think, on the chat. It does make your name green. And you can use the emojis. And you get access to the happy hour. YouTube. People, some folks are like really YouTube centric. And if you're on YouTube all the time, it's a great way to support Cheesehead TV, help us out and connect with Packers fans around the world. This is what we do. That's what we're all about. We thank everybody who's joined on Patreon or Carry the G. We really, really appreciate it. You got anything else for the uh, folks at home there, Corey? No, but I see some emojis flying. So I'm linking that. I like it. Let's go. do this. Let's go. go 1-0, and o, baby. And then we got the announcement one on Sunday. O. Join us for Watch Party. It's happening, people. Watch Party's going to be off the hook, people. Let's do it. It's going to be a lot of fun. That'll do it for this episode of Packer Transplants. We'd like to thank everyone who makes Cheesehead TV part of their daily Packers routine. We are and will always be devoted to Green Bay Packers fans. 
worldwide. I think it's a fluid situation, and we're, we're I know you guys love it, especially Nagler. I can see you smirking at me right there. Uh, we're going to take it one day at a time, and uh, <laughs> and just it's going to be fluid, though. That's all I can tell you.